Hey everybody, welcome to The Talkies. Three filmmakers talking about movies. I am Kenny. I'm Dee. I'm Taylor. And we are continuing our arduous journey. <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> the Matrix to, movie marathon. Matrix Resurrection. Well, we, we watched Matrix. We watched Matrix Reloaded. And today we watched... Fucking Matrix Revolution. Revolution. Yeah, because it goes around. Oh, that's oh, cool. Yeah, because it's like a reset <laughs> or something. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, hot <laughs> takes. Here we go. Hot takes. I'll go first. This go. is my hot take. Go. Remember, my last hot take was that um, Reloaded was a stupid movie with lots of cool stuff in it. <laughs> right? Yeah. So this, mm-hmm. I have the same hot take, except less cool stuff and more stupid. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Taylor's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, perfect. That's All perfect. right, all yeah. right. Taylor, hot take. Um, this is a very arduous movie. Exactly the word I would use. Hard to watch. Yeah. It's, yeah, okay, there's a handful of cool shots. The acting overall is a is really a lot worse um and I nod in agreement. And occasionally maybe more than occasionally pretty boring. Not in agreement. Yeah, we're all nodding in agreement here. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh yeah, my take is that I I think I finally understand why this was the most uh f- like the farthest from my brain <laughs> whenever I thought of Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boy, okay, so the to me the funniest thing about this was that it took four seconds for us to see how flat and dead of a movie this was. <laughs> it was literally the first scene we turned to each other and we're like, ooh, bad acting, and it never picked up. Like yeah. it just like it felt like um whoever was in charge of keeping up the crew and cast morale had checked out long ago it yeah seemed yeah it seemed that way um i i i hold i hold what i said last time with uh what i, I think reloaded and revolution should have been one movie uh-huh because uh, there's so much in this movie that i would just drop yeah just take out yeah totally several characters even yeah yeah, yeah. captain what's his name for one maybe yeah, all of zion awesome. Yeah, maybe all, all of Zion. <laughs> all of Zion. The whole battle at Zion needed to be rethought from the. Was that like up. a half an hour long? It literally had to have been. It felt it, like a half an hour. I mean, the, the movie was like a couple times, but if, I bet if you tallied it up, it'd probably be 20, 25 minutes. I would guess. Yeah, well, I mean, the movie's like two and a half hours, right? So I, I saw the runtime. It's two hours nine minutes. Oh, nine minutes. Yeah, felt two and a half. Felt, felt yeah, that's half. what I was gonna say. I was actually I, when when I walked in, I saw the runtime and I was a little bit relieved. I was like wow i thought that movie was like two hours 30 minutes it's only it's shorter than the last one but it didn't feel shorter no, this than the felt last longer one. than all of them yes yeah. Yeah. yeah it was funny you said uh with the last one you had said that it felt really fat and bl- bloated but mm-hmm. yet it still seemed like each scene mattered yes to the story yeah whereas this one felt just as fat and bloated but did not have that second factor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Um. Uh, I have. I have an interesting thought about this movie. About mm. <clears throat> because 
Because, uh, as you guys know, I like The Matrix. Yep. I don't know if you, if, if you knew that. I've heard. We know. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, my <laughs> this gosh. This is established. <laughs> um, the, the, the third one has always been slow. Always never been my favorite. But Revolutions has still a bunch of the uh, uh, high-level uh, psychological stuff. Yeah, ph- philosophical stuff that the other movies did. Mm-hmm. Um but not as heavy-handed as the second one. Yes. So, so it has stuff like in the acts how they don't like how the third act doesn't really start until the last ten minutes, basically. Mm-hmm. How that how that last part is just Neo's path, and I like the idea that Neo falls at the end. That he is he doesn't exactly win. I like the idea that he loses Trinity. I like the idea that Zion basically crumbles. There's like a bunch of tropes in there that are broken, and yes. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Um, I think that the Wachowskis somehow got the idea that in order to communicate uh, these like really deep thoughts, these these profound concepts, that they needed to have characters stop and say them. Where <laughs> right. the strongest point of the Matrix the first matrix was that these concepts came through visual storytelling. Yeah. Right. And still, even in these movies, the parts that were the most profound came through action, came through character action. Right. Not the parts where like, right. That not the conversation in the park. Yeah. Or the the worst one, honestly, (laughs) to me was the, the family in the train station. Oh yeah. The husband, wife and daughter, and they explain a concept that's so cool <laughs> that that a program could have love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that, that why not? Of course a program could. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. But the fact that they just told it to us <laughs> right. negates the very reason for making movies. <laughs> <laughs> Write a book then. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. In the Animatrix, there's a short story that's my favorite one, and it's uh, it's where the crew of of some other ship can only defeat the machine by hooking by jacking into the mind of the machine and teaching it how to love them, and it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's really really cool. Well, and, I remember being really impressed by the whole Animatrix. Yeah, there's thing. a lot of really it good was stuff. Really. I never saw it. Smart. I should probably see it. That specific short that I'm talking about is awesome. That is that is that's my favorite because it's it's super philosophical, but in the way that Kenny said, where it's all visual, mm. um, and you get to see what love is broken down into, like a reductionist view of love. Mm. <laughs> like it's really really interesting. I also feel like the um, this story, the story of the third movie, is actually very tiny. It's a yeah. very small story that is stretched way, 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 way too big. I yeah, because I think it seems a to just come down to that Neo needs to fight Smith. Right, like that's yeah. the only piece that has to happen here. Yeah. So there was two. There was two threads in here. There was two plot threads. It, it, there was a uh, the one towards Smith and the one towards Zion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unfortunately, they never really met. It, it like people were talking about how. You know the war is gonna the war's going on and they're gonna hold the dock. You know the machines are gonna get in, but as as soon as Neo does his thing, then we're saved. And then the thing is like, they fail, 
and still nothing really happens. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the really stupid um, ending to the Justice League where like the justice league is just getting their butts kicked and like none of none of their individual arcs are paying off or seem to matter because we're just proving that they can't win and then superman shows up and then they win yeah because it's superman (laughs) you know (laughs) i i want to talk about uh the script really quick really quick good luck keeping that quick just quick though all right it was um it was stupid it was bad Uh, the okay we never felt anything for zion do you guys never, agree i didn't care I about the fuck. city of zion whatsoever <laughs> i we, felt no sense of stake that yeah. zion was going to fall yeah the the whole thing felt like a battle scene which it was but it felt like a battle scene in the worst way where you're just like hey let's cut to a cool battle scene and that was it for freaking it's, 30 yeah. minutes right yeah it's like filler it's a filler battle scene it's 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 like half of the it movie. It fills the yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With something you don't care about. Yeah. It, it's as if in uh, Return of the Jedi, we spent 45 minutes fighting with the Ewoks <laughs> on Endor, <laughs> right? And only cut to Luke on the Death Star in the last, like, two minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what this was. Yeah. Yeah. We're following Neo's path the entire movie except for this one. I mean, like, the, the whole series, except for this one. Like, it, right. it was always about Neo. Yeah, but there's very little Neo in this one. And there's, yeah, and he's not very... Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I remember. When I, I first watched this one, like, I think I watched it for the first time, like, last year. And what I did was I, I actually double-featured, reloaded, and... Oh, yeah. sounds like a... It's quite a haul. Sounds like a good time. I just did it. I was just like, (laughs) I've never seen the third one. I just need to see what happens to Neo. Did you have uh, some substances to help you? (laughs) I I don't don't remember. Did you at least hit the fast forward button? (laughs) But I I, I was like, I'm just in it for Neo. You know, what happens to Neo at the end of this trilogy? And then I was like, the whole time in, in the third one, I was just like, man, there's so little Neo happening and i don't care about anything else i don't even care about morpheus anymore you know like, i was just thinking just in the Neo. second movie yeah. we commented that it felt they had made morpheus unimportant right yeah morpheus's yeah. character didn't really matter second movie on in this one it felt like we've disregarded the main three entirely the the trio that this whole movie's series is built on yeah neo morpheus trinity were like absent for yeah. almost the whole movie yeah this was mainly about uh, um <laughs> what's her what's her name who's the the oracle niobe and like i don't know the captain of, of, <laughs> of that one yeah <laughs> that stupid captain he was so annoyingly wooden with all of his uh dialogue yeah, every he line he, he delivered was, was, he was like painfully bad <laughs> only he was only caricature and he was surrounded yeah, he was surrounded by other bad performances yeah. and he still was the most like it didn't, he didn't blend in to the other bad performances right he stood out as yeah. worse than the bad yeah it, it felt like an episode of star trek like old star trek <sighs> when they're talking to each other yeah and then like um it, yeah it's just so much uh just the fundamentals were ignored. Yeah. Right? So, like, we have this storyline where 
Neo ends up in this limbo train station, right? And he has to be rescued from there so that we could continue his plot towards the source. Yeah. Uh, but to be rescued from there, they got to go see the Merovingian and have a fight, have several cool fights, and then they get the train Pretty and then cool. they get Neo. <laughs> in quotes. <laughs> None of that moved the story. Yeah. Wow. All it did was took us to where no, it would have been about? if no. Neo had just woken up. No, the one dude said over my f- my big dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> that moved yeah. the story forward. Mm. I didn't know if he Why had a big ass. Now I know. But the entire <laughs> opening sequence disobeyed the save the cat <laughs> concept, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. And by opening sequence, I mean, we're talking like almost 15 minutes of movie. Yeah. And uh, Matrix, the first movie was nothing but save the cat. Yeah, even in Reloaded, they had, like, they kept the plot moving forward. At least it was, like, you know, because Neo kept trying to get different steps to get to a different goal all mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. But this one never had that. There was no goal, <laughs> I don't feel like. Yeah, I, there was, like, no goal. There was only, like, I mean, there was, like, kind of the goal, a goal to, like, beat the machines. To survive. Yeah, survive. Yeah. But not really anything to really, like, sink your teeth into or get engaged with. Like, it, it would have... Dude, you know what? This would have been, like, a much better horror movie. Hmm. Like, had it been... I mean, like, I'm not I'm not saying they should have chained the Matrix to this, but the idea of just survival as being the goal makes me think of a monster movie. Yeah. And that is kind of what happened here. You had a bunch of monsters coming in. I was thinking, like, when they were showing all the, like, Machine City stuff above ground, how it would be interesting to have a whole movie of, like, a group of people who were, like, in the in Machine the city. city or something. The whole movie's just in there. That'd be high stakes. That'd be scary. Yeah, that'd be, like, pretty freaky. There was, yeah. there was wow, there was no stakes, dude. No. Like, so many ignored opportunities. Oh, yeah. Right? Because, like, yeah. Neo's whole thing is he, he has to figure out... That he has to go to the source to broker a peace and, and then go into destroy Smith as his bargaining chip to broker this peace. Yeah. That's what he figures out. He figures that out when he's off screen. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He's in another room thinking off screen while we watch the stupid captain I know of what the I, ship. <laughs> while we're watching and then he just walks back in and goes, I figured it out, you know? <laughs> What the oh, hell? You know what? This movie treats this movie treats the audience like a throwaway character. <laughs> oh, we genius, are red man. shirts. Yeah, the audience are red shirts. Oh, this is genius. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Oh, maybe that is yeah. genius. This is genius. Damn. I take everything back. That's subversive. Wow, that's like Ryan Johnson level. <laughs> submersive. Sub 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 submersive. Submersive. We're going underwater. <laughs> There's something that really bothered me about the lore in this one. Um, Something. The, and just well, okay. So a lot of things yeah. bothered me, but but a, about the lore specifically because that's the thing that I've been interested in the whole series, yeah. right? Yeah, is the lore is so cool. But uh, they screwed up something, at least for me, for in my mind. So the idea of the source, where where this is where the one comes from and where mm-hmm. he returns. I like the idea that the architect said that the one comes from the source because that's what the matrix is built to do. You know, you put in this thing the code and it runs and whatever and the source to me feels like it's just the machine way of saying our our thinking i guess our 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 way of making stuff comes from the quote source but this movie made it 
like a physical place, like a physical object. Right. Where Neo and his dead body return to after he dies. Yeah. As if he's God (laughs) returning to heaven or uh, Jesus returning to heaven. And I, I just, I really didn't like that because the source no longer seemed like a computer thing to me. Now it seems like it's magic. And that's not fun. That's not fun for me. <laughs> like not, not not in the Matrix. Like the Matrix to me is not magic. It's that's what makes it so interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was very clean in the first movie. You had the world of the real, yeah. and you had the Matrix. And in the Matrix, you could bend rules like gravity. And then in the world of the real, right, right. you could not. Yeah. You know. And this one broke it uh, completely. Yeah. yeah. It's easy to fall back on magic. It is. Yeah. It is. There, there was a, uh, who, who was it that said, I, I think it was a, a, the guy who wrote Save the Cat, Blake Snyder, who said, uh, don't have two different kinds of magic in your, oh, dude, in yeah. your script. Yeah. And in this one, if you're going to talk about, you know, super far future technology, that is basically a type of magic. Sure. You can't then have a fantasy element mixed into it. Yeah. Because now you have two and... Yeah, because yeah. one ends up negating the does. other. Yeah, right. That's what happens. Exactly. It gets unfocused. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if there is some yeah. kind of like beyond tech supernatural force involved f- that has to do with like faith, like real faith. Right. Uh, right. Then who cares <laughs> that you can, you know, do three backflips exactly. in the Matrix? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah. And at this point, it's like now... It's like the source overrides like all anything that's interesting in the Matrix. So now you have to make a move toward the source and you have to talk about the source and why the source is so interesting. But they don't because they leave it vague. But it's just... And then it's like covering the same ground that they did in the second one of going into why the Matrix is so interesting and why this right, and that. Right. And so like, so this whole so this whole new ability that, that Neo has, which, which is uh, using the force basically outside of the Matrix... And having the sight that he does, where he can see Agent Smith while he's blind, it's 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 magic now. Yeah, yeah. And they gave an explanation, which was he has that ability because he comes from the source, right? Which is then magic, right? right. Unless, unless. And I know where you're going with this, and I want it to be real. What you're I saying. do too. <laughs> what if he's technology? Right. What if he's a machine? Yeah. yeah. Um. If he's literally connected to the mainframe and to the other machines because he was physically created by the machines. So, I want to go that far and I I want Matrix 4 (laughs) to be about that and that's the reason why Neo is back. But I don't think that's where it's going. It's a tall order. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's like... Like, a part of me doesn't want to waste the mental energy in watching them trying to uh, retcon, yeah. you know, to try to make things make more sense with this right. new movie. Right. It's almost like, eh, just move on and well, make a good next movie. What's yeah. nice about it is that it doesn't seem to be bloated with, you know, this idea of Zion being the sacred city that all of us just should automatically care about because it's humans. This one seems to be about Neo, which is nice. Well, it looks like everything everything in the trailers has taken place in the Matrix. Right. From as far as we could tell. Right. So, yeah, I'm hoping for a very lean movie. Yeah. How much uh how much uh 
Do you remember this? Are we going to be getting in the fourth? Uh, I mean, they already uh, have. They uh, already showed some in the trailer. Yeah, yeah that's almost the, what the whole trailer was. They're even it's and almost, even yeah. specific, like really specifically, it's do you remember stuff from the first movie? Yeah, yeah. almost, almost like forget the, the other yeah, two. Yeah, the happened. good one. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and the, it looks like the plot's even about getting Neo to remember what happened in the first. It movie. looks like it. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what gets me excited is because if they're going to do this again, that's acknowledging the the loop thing. Which I hope they acknowledge, because I think that would be cool. I well, hope it's not like Force Awakens. No, I, yeah, I don't that's want the a biggest retread. concern <laughs> yeah. that came to my mind. Is it's like, okay, we're going to make another Matrix. Let's not make the mistake we did with the sequels. Yeah, we got to go back to the roots and make it real true to the original. Yeah, and it just feel like a paint by the numbers. Don't remake it. Yeah, I wonder if agents are going to feel any more hard like they were in the first one is hugo weaving in it do we know i don't know it's if if he is it's it's a big kip secret i don't want to know probably i I don't want to know until the 22nd they probably don't they probably don't say it's probably a surprise i've already like mildly spoiled some things for me end credit thing (laughs) (laughs) kenny's 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 looking it up he's making eyes yeah (laughs) Uh, hmm. (laughs) he goes shit (laughs) <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Hugo Weaving is in Lord of the Rings. Damn, what? he's good in that. Yeah, he is. That's a better movie. Yes, it's a much. How dare you? <laughs> Lord of the Rings better, better than movie. the Matrix? Yeah, well, yes. better, better, better than Matrix Two and it's, Three. It's quite yes, I mean, maybe yes. probably better than the original. Okay, uh, at to this point, he is not credited in Matrix Four. That means he's definitely going to be in it. <laughs> definitely in Matrix Four. Yeah, they're gonna do CGI Hugo weaving. What do you What do you guys think would? <laughs> I just thinking about Ghostbusters alive. Afterlife. <laughs> yeah, you know they yeah. couldn't they couldn't get him. <laughs> <laughs> they CGI him just because he refused to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> he he shouldn't be in this one. Oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah. That that'd be a huge twist. That would be terrible. Smith then. is back. He can't. They can't. Oh no! That. Yeah, damn it, Taylor. Uh, <laughs> they can't. You screwed me up, man. Uh, well, this is just the beginning of the next trilogy. Uh, oh, good, 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 uh, yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> this is this is before Matrix Revival and Matrix. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Re- revelation. <laughs> Matrix. I want I want them to do something with like a Matrix within a Matrix deal. That would be awesome. Yeah, they might. it would also could explain the magic. It would explain the magic. Yeah, yeah. that would yeah. be nice. Inception. Like all that carnage we sat through in Zion was a simulation. That would be amazing. Yeah, because then that would make Zion actually make sense. Yeah. So uh, I want to talk about Zion. Oh yeah. Why? Okay. So Zion was kind of almost a fictional place in the first movie. In fact, the first movie even left off in the Matrix at the end. <laughs> yeah, they still hadn't gone really too much in design. Yeah, just a only, little bit. Only thing like was uh, right, right. Uh, Mythical. Was it Tank, the the smaller guy? Oh yeah, he says he's like I've seen you. Yeah, I saw it once. I saw it once, and he's like it's next to the Earth's core. Yeah, we're still warm. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He makes it sound like like very few people go to Zion. Yeah, and then uh, like, yeah, what? and even Neo said, "Have you ever been there?" Yeah, I love like I love that it's just kind of an idea. Yeah. And then in the second one, they introduce Link's home and bring everyone towards Zion. But man, we spend no time there. And it's even a plot point that we spend no time there. Like the idea is, uh, do you think we'll be able to stay here long? And they're like, I don't think so. 
and they don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then they leave. So it's like, why do we give a shit? Yeah. At this point, we don't. Definitely don't. I had, I had said when we were watching the movie, I said I would feel more uh, shock, more be more gutted if they destroyed the Matrix. Yeah. As opposed to Zion. Yeah. yeah that's kind of how I felt when, when we finally get back to the Matrix right before Neo and Agent Smith, you know, duke it out. It's like it's like uh, Agent Smith had taken over the entire world. Yeah. Taken over everything. And that was kind of yeah. sad. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, whoa. That, that Zion, that the Matrix yeah. was destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, I know that place. Yeah. It's like, oh, the world's gone. <laughs> the world's gone. Yeah. No, that's a world I'm attached to. Right. Yeah. Not attached to Zion. Oof. Ooh, I would like to see. Problem. Do you hear that, Andy and Larry? Are we just? <laughs> uh, you're not. Uh, that is so rude. That, that was, but, that was really said, disrespectful. Uh, the executive producers, so, Andy uh, and Larry. That's true, though. That is. Oh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, how'd this movie end up with such a terrible ending? What was the terrible ending? Because there's several. Specifically, <laughs> the last scene. Oh, you mean the sunrise? The sunrise scene where the little girl is hanging out with the oracle yeah. and Seraph. So, and I a feel little, like. little banter with the architect. Yeah, I feel like that scene is like. Uh, is like the. the. <laughs> the open ended interpretation kind of thing that they let people decide to read into whatever they want. Um, I think, because I I read into it, but I'm not sure if it's something that's that's quote real or not. I I don't really know. <laughs> I have no I, fucking clue how this movie ended. <laughs> the so the architect and and uh, the oracle, like the architect said in the second one, they're both the creators of the Matrix. That the or, wow. the oracle is quote its mother. Um, and Smith calls her his mother. Yeah, and Smith even says mom, right? Yeah. So like the idea that they're playing at is that it's God and and you know God's wife or whatever. Uh, hmm. God's but that's wife. but that's it. <laughs> God's wife. That's it. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, and, and then they had the little girl there because I, I don't I don't fucking know. I, she was the last exile. I'm guessing she had something to do with sunrises. I, I have no idea. When they cut to credits, it was, like, shocking. It was weird, yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, it's not even Morpheus? Right. <laughs> yeah, like, every character I do not want to see <laughs> yeah. in the last scene of the Matrix trilogy. Yeah. So, who, wait. The only way like, that last scene could have got worse if the captain walked in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he said, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> or that kid who's like, the war is over. Yeah, that kid shows Neo up. did it. The captain's like. What'd you do to the sky? <laughs> Little girl, what'd you do to the sky, you bitch? <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know what we really missed in the sequels? Was Neo saving people from the Matrix. Dude, that would have been awesome. Like, yeah. that was set up in yeah. the first movie. Yeah. Like, the first movie ends with him being like, we're going to set more people free now. Yeah. You can try to stop us. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. And it's just like, dang, dude. Happens. Yeah. That would have been so cool. That would have been ah. Oh. That seems like more like the point of the entire thing. Yeah, the, the entire trilogy, trilogy yeah. should be I'm, that. I'm feeling like the uh, sequels to the Matrix are like the most unfortunate sequels yeah. I, of, of any movies that, out there. I'm thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> yeah, they like followed the the like the most weird way to go. Yeah, I, it just makes me really 
befuddled about the Wachowskis. Yeah. Because they have freaking brilliance in them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they do. Cloud Atlas, V for Vendetta, you know, Speed Racer. They make some pretty dang amazing stuff. The Matrix Revolution. And then they make (laughs) (laughs) Jupiter Ascending (laughs) and the Matrix sequels and Sense8. And it's like, how? Yeah. It's it's as sporadic and erratic as M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. In terms of this, the... There's the the crazy scope between yeah. their good stuff and their bad stuff. It's they're so far apart that it doesn't make sense, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like if your worst film and your best film were both mediocre, you know, you would un- you, know, you would get it. Your yeah. best film was just on the good side of mediocre, <laughs> and your worst film's on the bad side of mediocre. That's James Wan. No, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a lot of filmmakers. That's like average filmmakers, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But. The Wachowskis, it's like their best stuff is amongst the best. Yeah. Like the best ever made. Yeah. And their worst stuff is laughably bad. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I didn't love uh, V for Vendetta that much. Yeah, I think think you're wrong. I keep going back to V for Vendetta. Or Speed Racer. I watch it... I Every love now and then. all three of those movies. Like, I think they're. I think just they're, adore them. I think they're good. V for Vendetta. Well, you know what? If Taylor <laughs> thinks something's good, it's bad. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty dang good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty good movies. V yeah. for Vendetta no, is nothing as good as the first Matrix movie. Well, I agree with you there. They never sure. top the Matrix. Sure. Uh, it's like M Night Shyamalan never topped the Sixth Sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Sense Eight. Oh, I think they just got tired, especially on this one, the third one. What was the okay? Did, was Sensei, I got tired. Yeah, they must have been exhausted. Was Sensei the last one that they made? The last, the last thing creation? that they made. Yeah, I think so. Because that was equal parts cool and terrible. There's a big um, crowdsource movement to try to get them to make another season. I know to wrap it up. And I, I don't like that. <laughs> You're talking about the mechs before. And the, the mechs, f- yeah, and the yeah. flying fights, big mech suits with and uh, flying around in yeah, the air, with like a WandaVision. That's what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, WandaVision. I hate that WandaVision is yeah. somewhat better than this movie. Yeah, I noticed that because uh, <laughs> I pointed that out. I'm like, this feels like the fight they had in the sky <laughs> in WandaVision, and yeah, WandaVision does it better. So. I hate that. Sorry, I hate that, but I think yeah. it's only because of the visuals. Honestly. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's 20, because 20, it's 2020, 2020 now. Yeah, Actually, 2020, no, yeah. it is a little more than that because... <laughs> no, yeah, because it's the main character and you have it was Yeah, it was closer to the That's character true. story arc and... And Marvel. Agatha does win in one part, yeah. so... Yeah. Marvel does know how to get across a competent story. I suppose. With very I suppose little so. holes. They save the cat. I guess they do. Except for in uh, Endgame. That got a little bit... Okay. Ridic- yeah, yeah, but kind of threw some but stuff. Out Marvel the Hour. But the idea, no. <laughs> no but thanks. the idea that uh, what were you gonna say about Star Wars? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Don't even remember now. We're not gonna do Star Wars Hour. No, no, no Star Wars. Skipping hour? it. Dang. This movie squeezed the life out of me. I feel <laughs> dead inside. I feel dead inside. I mean, the one. No, I'm not going there. <laughs> it's, just, it's not worth opening the can of worms. 
I Taylor, um, you've said way too much in this episode. I need you to calm down, dude. No. Thank you. This movie sucked. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. This script Fuck is yeah. really bad. It really feels like they like something got in the way of developing the story. You know, they got um, tired. That's the only thing I, I it see. It really feels that it way. It feels like they were just Mo- exhausted. Morpheus had zero yeah, but, presence. But yeah. they would have only been tired in the execution of the actual movie, the production. They would have written it long before they were tired. Oh, sure. And it was really poorly written. Yeah. It was very <laughs> poorly written. Being tired doesn't like magically create that 40-minute battle scene. You know, yeah, dude, I wonder... It, it will give you bad performances. It sure does, and man. Everyone in there looked just... They look yeah. dead inside. Yeah. I wonder if they actually shot a hell of a lot more and cut, like, a ton. I bet. Maybe. I'm pretty sure, didn't they do uh, two and three back-to-back? Yeah, they shot them yeah, they simultaneously. Shot them, yeah. yeah. That's why I think they were tired by the third one. That'll do it. Yeah. I mean, That'll sure. That'll do it. But there's there's stuff now that I remember. There's so much missing from this movie. You'd get tired in the... You'd see the tiredness in the first one, too, though. Or in the second movie, as well. Yeah. Because they were shooting him... You know, they so much. Yeah. But uh, when the new Oracle had her first scene, I was like, geez, she is not even a shadow of the other yeah, she actress. You know, the other the original Oracle actress has so much pep and energy and life to her. You just you kinda want to be in her presence. Yeah. You want to be in the Oracle's kitchen. And she cookies. looked bored. <laughs> That's what it felt like. She was bored being there. Yeah. <laughs> they should have done I feel like when when it comes to recasting, if you have to recast a really important character like that, I feel like you gotta just change the character completely drastically yeah. do a massive extremely yeah. dramatic should have been change. like a tall white blonde woman or something no yeah <laughs> something, it should have been a yeah. man with or, a beard or like yeah. maybe a she man. it should have been she a man. goes blind like neo did or she loses like two arms or something something horrible happens to no, her you know should have been recast by with anthony hopkins <laughs> damn that would have been the, the best just to recap on this uh, storyline in this movie yeah um Neo talks the machines into standing down and being peaceful as an, a trade. And his part of the trade is, I'm going to get rid of Smith, which is like a virus in your matrix system. So your matrix system, which has oppressed mankind forever, can continue operating. Neo's doing IT work. <laughs> Right? Yeah. That it's like, be, I'm going to yeah. clean up your Matrix. Yeah. You're just not going to attack Zion anymore, but the Matrix still exists. Yeah. Yeah, that's bullshit. Compromise, you know? You got to make... Comp- in war, you got to make compromises. <laughs> that's the most bullshit. <laughs> well, so the other thing is that uh, the machine asked if Neo fails, what happens then? And he says, I won't fail. And so he does fail because he doesn't. he doesn't beat him. He does beat him. He, yeah. Smith, he blows okay, him up. But Smith absorbs Neo, right? Makes him into him. Right. That doesn't count. And that then, was, uh, for, uh, uh, was for drama. And then the camera cuts out of the Matrix into the real world. Yeah. And we see the gold fucking things in Neo shock him. And then he... Then then the... Oh, yeah. That's the spirit. Yeah. Then... 
<laughs> and then Smith on the inside. Holy ghost. He, he like he like twinges, right? Yeah. And then we cut back to the outside and then more of the yeah, holy ghost yeah. comes in through the through holy the snakes spirit, or whatever. Holy spirit activate. Holy <laughs> spirit activate. And then Neo uh Neo like like twinges like like yep. his whole body goes He like, actually the the visual that they do yeah. looks like angel wings. Well, so that thing that he's doing, he's that, that's not... He's got a crucifix on his chest, too. But, <laughs> but that's not Neo, right? Neo's already gone at this point. And th- that's the source doing that, So, right? So the whole point was send Neo in so he dies. So he dies. And then his source code will end up inside of... So really, really... It was a trick. If Neo had just let Smith beat him in the second movie... It would have destroyed Smith. Apparently. What the fuck is that? God damn it. If Neo was hooked, was hooked into his source, stupid? I guess. I See, I don't know, because there's two. We got two magics, man. This is a disaster. <laughs> this is a fucking mess. Yeah. I really wish Morpheus had died in the second one. I had... Yeah, he, he might as well have been dead in this one. I had much more fun watching uh, 1984 Dune. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, nineteen eighty four. That's a great film. It, <laughs> After these, that's a great. At movie. least, at least in that one, yeah. It, oh, you know what? Oh, this is funny. Uh, mm-hmm. Miller's Crossing. When we were talking about uh, Miller's Crossing, yeah, I like Miller's one, Crossing. Yeah. We when we talked about it, I was just listening to our talkies episode today of Miller's Crossing. Yeah, and in it, we came to the conclusion that this this guy who was an agent of chaos, who was the the main character, didn't have any motive. But I had a really hard time with that because I was putting together all the puzzle pieces that were the movie that led to nothing at the end, which is what, you know, Cohen's like. Silly D. I know. (laughs) But Revolutions is doing the same thing, but not on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, but not not like artfully. (laughs) Not artfully. Yeah. Mm. So it makes it a far more aggravating of a movie than something like 1984 Dune, because at least that movie had story beats. Yeah, it did have it's, story beats. It's sh- as shitty of a script as it was. It yeah. had it followed structure. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a big oof there. All right, so um, this movie was a dumpster fire. Yeah. Uh, Dump. Yeah. Th- the second movie was a dumpster, and the third movie is when they set it on fire. It was a really cool dumpster. And the first movie was fire. And Bill yes. Pope, Bill Pope, is still fire. He was dope. Yeah. See the cinematographer. Yeah. 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 Whole, whole, yeah. Whole Even though, like, no, there were good. so many times, all of us were looking at the, uh, you and me, Kenny, looking at the screen, and we're just like, "That's awesome." Yeah. <laughs> there was lots of that. That's there, so awesome. There were set pieces that rivaled, um, uh, Alien. Yeah. You know, and just like like just dense detail. Yeah. Really cool. And a, and a genuine beautiful time for Taylor. Taylor looks at the screen and says, that was cool. That, Did I that, say that? That brought a tear to my eye. Did I say that? When they went through the clouds and saw the sun. Oh, yeah, that was cool. See? See? <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> that was cool. I um, I didn't like this movie. No. I what guess. the? <laughs> Are you kidding? That's, yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, you, you've just been gushing this whole time. Yeah, I didn't like it. You, uh, I stand by my hot take. It still had cool stuff in it, but way less. Okay. And it was still stupid, but way more. But what if it was a pizza? What kind of pizza? Yeah, I was figuring we'd get to this at some point. Would it be? <laughs> you know what, though? Mm-hmm. Matrix 3 makes me like Matrix 
two. I do too. More. Me too. Yeah, I do too. I'm like, man, Matrix. And it's funny because remember I said I had only watched these movies in the theater. Uh huh. Right. Both of them. Yeah. Um, and I remember almost everything from Matrix Two, and I remember almost nothing from Matrix Three. <laughs> Every yeah, time I, I think, don't. yeah. What? I don't remember much from Matrix Three like right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, an hour after watching it. Yeah. yeah, I've I've watched it a lot of times. Well, two far more than three, which should say something. But uh, yeah, I can I can remember almost all of two. In three, I was like, I remember there's mechs in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one with the the mechs. That right? was the mechs, right? That was and a really yeah. slow so, one. The, by the way, the thing we said about mechs when we were watching. The movie is that for some reason there's a phenomenon that when a mech is introduced <laughs> into a movie, with the exception of Alien, yeah, oh, it yeah, makes yeah. things stupid. Aliens, of course, yeah. in Aliens, it's not a it's not a battle mech, right? It's for cargo, right? It's for cargo. Yeah, yeah. it's a yeah secondary thing. Yeah, but it's a clever mech. But the three that come to mind is this film, um, Avatar, yeah. the the mech that carries a shank. The, the, the big ass knife. Yes. <laughs> Pretty dumb. <laughs> and then the mech at the end of uh, Iron Man. Oh, God. And you know what else? Uh, Wolverine. The, the the Wolverine movie where he goes to China. Oh, yeah, that's right. That does have a mech. There's a mech at that's the end, and it's really right. stupid, it, too. It is. It's the worst part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> mech <laughs> is a the worst part bad of the movie. move. Don't <laughs> yeah. put a mech in your climax of your movie. <laughs> mech will leave mechs to the Japanese and video games. Yes. Gundam yes. Wing, yeah. yeah. Keep it Keep it in, like, your anime or something. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Wait a second. Matrix is anime. No, not anymore. Matrix is totally anime. Matrix is... These no. two movies? No, these ones are way more anime than Matrix is. Not Matrix, in the good Matrix way. Is, Matrix is more of like a cinema. These You're just two, talking about like the comic books. aesthetic. Ah. I mean, yeah. an- anime no. tends to care about story. No. <laughs> okay. No, no you've watched more watch. than I have, so I'll give you the... I'll, I'll Sailor Moon. Tip my hat. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Pizza? A, yeah, if Matrix 3 was a pizza, <laughs> it'd be Sailor Moon. <laughs> What? That almost makes sense. <laughs> that almost makes sense. All right, all right, I'll do it. Um, let's say you order a pizza and it comes an hour late, and so it's like super cold already, and the guy still demands his full fee for <laughs> delivery. And you're like, fine, I don't want to fight with this guy, and I'm real hungry. And then when you open it, not only it was was it cold, but it's the wrong pizza, Damn. and he, he looks like he dropped it at some point. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that sucks. That's good. I don't have one yet. Oh, you don't have one. There's a a very curly hair in it too. Ooh. <laughs> just one right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad, man. That's bad. Do you even eat that pizza? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, think you I do. Think probably throw it out. I don't think you do. You like I'm just going to bed hungry. <laughs> I'm going to. I'd rather cereal, just be yeah. hungry. Okay. <laughs> This uh, this pizza is you, you know when you overcook pizza in the microwave and the cheese gets uh, scabby. Yeah, it becomes <laughs> like, 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 like cheese chips. Yeah, gets hard. So, so it's 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 a uh, it's a full size pizza that you cook in <laughs> in a really big yeah, microwave, industrial microwave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it has no. It's only a cheese pizza, but it has pepperoni flavored cheese. <laughs> 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 and you overcook it and the cheese gets all weird and you try to eat it and it's just yeah it's not a good experience Jesus. nasty that's <laughs> terrible. terrible yeah that's bad 
Uh, All right, go Taylor. I guess I don't know, man. I'm like drawing. I'm drawing a bit of a blank on this one. <laughs> this movie's so blank. I can't even think of a pizza. Maybe it's just. Maybe it's just um, crust. Maybe it's just crust. Uh huh. I think it's just stale crust. All right. <laughs> no sauce. No cheese. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been it's out. It's like one of those pre-made <laughs> crusts bread. that you buy the bubbly yeah. crust. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Bubbly but, crust. But it, the plastic wasn't sealed. And oh, so it's, it's all, all kind of hard. Kind of yeah. sourdough tasting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's sourdough, but yeah. it's not sourdough. <laughs> yeah. <know>? Fermented <laughs> yeah. a bit. And that's all it is. Mm. Wow. Well, Ooh. these are amongst yep. the worst ratings we've given. So, congratulations, Matrix 3. It's what you do when you set up high hopes. You know what this does to me for Matrix 4? is like, I, I'm kind of afraid of this. Is I feel like... So, my, my expectations are super low now. Like, so, so, you like think it's like, going to be better. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't have to be good at all for me to be like, okay. And I feel like we're going to watch Matrix 4 and go... I was all right. <laughs> and that's your worst fear? And that, it kind of is. It kind it's of is. a polarizing opinion. Like, yeah, I want to have a about. strong reaction to it one way or the other. But I, I bet we're just going to walk on and be like, yeah, it was okay. Well, well, from the trailer, after watching this and taking that trailer into consideration, I think Matrix 4 is going to be worse than 3. That's how I'm feeling. My For God. real? Yeah. No, I, I, feel. I, I yeah. definitely feel the really opposite. really scary. Yeah. I definitely feel the opposite. <laughs> I definitely feel like it's going to be better than 3. Because 3 is, has so many unanswered stupid stuff. I'm hoping it at least has like a like a story. But, like but if yeah, it had maybe. a story, it would beat 3. I but think, what if it's like the most asinine story? It could that be. Like so that's what I'm thinking it's going like to be. everything. Because I feel like, like Kenny and I said, it says Sense8 vibes and Sense8 was stupid, so... Well, that, that's where I'm at with Matrix 4, expectation-wise. Well, I guess we'll just have to see. Yeah. In soon. 21 days. Oh, yeah! 20 days! Okay, what are we watching next? Uh, either uh, the French Dispatch or Jaws. Yeah, one of those. I think, yeah. And hey, then did Licorice you make it to the end of the podcast? To tell us what movie to watch. Huh? We're going to watch the French Dispatch. You've been listening to the Talkies from Common Line Studios featuring three filmmakers talking about movies. You can listen to more episodes on iTunes, Spotify, and all fine purveyors we're, of podcasts. We're also on YouTube, Carmen Line Studios, K-A-R-M-A-N. even have a deeper catalog on YouTube. We do. Yeah. And we're actually putting all those on uh, Spotify. Yep. So that should be fun. Are we done? I think we're done here. Okay, bye.